From the side of the ball court, if you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. You know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door is supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Do. Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast, man. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you for rocking out with me this Wednesday. Back to back. Back to back. It's been a long time since I got to record back to back. This summer, days are opening up. I've cut a lot of fat as far as everything I agreed to. I told folks, yo, wait a minute. I got to focus on my own shit. So this is what I'm doing. Excuse the language, but I ain't say that to them. I was respectful. I was just like, look, man. I can't be committing to everything if I can't commit to myself more than I commit to y'all because it's the reason why I branched off by myself because I got to commit to my own brand. So I got to get back on my grind, especially with the NBA playoffs being exciting as it is and NFL coming back and camp. So, you know, we're about to turn up, about to turn up. Uh, Salute to the sponsors, man. Aber Insurance. Go to aberinsurance.net for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance to great people at able if you need to take look it's getting hot outside you want to go to the pool man you just can't let women go get these brazilian wax jobs and they be in there with their weed whacker you got to get your own weed whacker and you need to go to manscape.com and get that lawnmower 4.0 one two three 4.0 new and improved male weed whacker and get you some ball deodorant and Get you some ball toner. And when you get to the checkout, use the promo code the Ballhawk Show. So you can get 20% off for your entire order. So stop letting these women weed whacking. You ain't weed whacking because if one weed whacking and another one ain't weed whacking, then you out of whack. So get in tune with your weed whacking skills. Manscaped.com. The Ballhawk Show. Promo code 20% off. Also, go to Johns and Company, uh, johnsandcompany.co. It's Johns and Company Apparel. But go to johnsandcompany.co. Get that healthy marriage is dope apparel, man. Got the icy white. You got the you got the Black Panther black. Go get that healthy marriage is dope by using the promo code BALLHAWK, H-M-I-D. Healthy marriage is dope. Ballhawk, HMID, 10% off. Go get it. Johns and Company Apparel.co. Why is my mouse not working? Man, that's all right. I ain't got to use it. Um, <laughs> yo, Shake. <laughs> yo, Shake. <laughs> for, the, for the folks who listening, Shake said, this is the no homo pause episode. <laughs> Let me salute everybody that's in the chat on Facebook. Mine was good with you. Shake on YouTube. Salute to my dog, Shake. Mine was good, man. Brandon, my guy. Sports with BJ was good. 
Another day, another dollar. Jojo was good with you. Uh, Myron says, rested CP3 back tomorrow night. Clips about to get clipped. Sons in five. Effie laughing. What up? What up with your E? And my man, Wet Rally. Laugh my ass off. So, yo, we're going to jump into this episode. This is Carl Nassib, openly gay NFL player episode. This is a slippery slope that nobody likes to talk about. And, you know, Petty Hawk, we don't fear shit. We talk about any and everything. We breaks it down for you. It could be uncut. It could be raw. And we ain't doing no pauses and no, no, no homos. Because this is the episode where you could just talk. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. If y'all don't know, he's an Oakland Raider defensive end. Um, he was, I want to say he he probably third on the depth chart right now because they signed um, a free agent defensive end. They drafted one as well. Um, Jason Whitlock on Blaze Media went in on him. He basically said that Carl is doing what, um, I don't care if I call him the Oakland Raiders. I'm going to call him Oakland, Vegas. Los Angeles is the Raiders. All you Raider fans, stand up and then sit y'all ass back down because y'all suck. Um, anyway, uh, sorry, Petty Hawk came out. Um, but Jason Woodlock, I ain't even gonna put the article up on the screen, you know. But Woodlock went in on this dude. I'm gonna look. This is what Woodlock says. This is Woodlock. Woodlock says, and I quote: "Gay NFL player Carl Nassib sparks penis envy and nothing more." Whitlock, you, Whitlock, Whitlock. I ain't surprised, but God, dog. Whitlock basically, and 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 he do pushes. He he, the stance he take, dude, got you thinking. But then it's like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. So Jason Whitlock is basically saying that Cardinals came out of the closet because he feels like he'll probably be cut, and this will put pressure on the NFL to. Or, or for the, the Raiders of Las Vegas to keep him on the roster. Um, not too long ago, he signed a big free agent deal. He got $16 million guaranteed. So, you know, he he, he got his money, $25 million in total. That was in 2021, which was last year. Um, according to Whitlock, he underperformed. He played the fewest number of snaps in his five-year career. Three-team career, five-year, three-team career. He was mediocre against the run and as a pass rusher with two and a half sacks. They did draft. What? Wait a minute. Willock says this offseason the Raiders acquired defensive end Yannick. I don't know how to say his last name. For two years, $26 million, drafted defensive end Malcolm Koontz in the third round. Las Vegas already has 2019 number four overall pick, Clean and Farrell, and 2019 over achiever Max Crosby at right defensive end. Um, so basically he thinking that Nazib could get like endorsements and get paid just in case he get cut. NFL backs him. NFL is going to donate. Uh, shoot. What are they going to donate to? Um, what's the name of that group they donate to? That that stands for folks who, you know, possibly could, could commit suicide due to being um, a homosexual, LGBTQ. Um, but yeah, and also, and also, it makes me think of Michael Sam as well. Michael Sam came out 
2014, NASA came out in the 2016 draft. Um, and I want to ask if he saw the vitriol in which Michael, like, here's the thing. Was Michael Sand really good enough for the NFL? I know he was SEC defensive player of the year, but he was undersized. Do y'all feel like him slobbing his boyfriend down on camera made them uneasy? That's why nobody wanted to draft them. And then Jeff Fisher still drafted him. They cut him, went to the CFL, didn't make it. Do you feel like Michael Sam not making a roster and being on the practice squad for the Cowboys a little bit made Carl kind of suppress his openly gayness to the world until he was established and he got a new deal? And it's Pride Month. Jason Whitlock feel like it's calculated. Like Jason Whitlock felt like Kaepernick taking a knee was calculated because he was going to get cut. Like Whitlock just think that neither neither stance is the Trevor Fund. Thank you, JoJo, the Trevor Fund. Salute to you, JoJo. Thank you for that. It's the Trevor Fund. So the NFL going to match what Carl donated. And they stand with the LGBTQ, which I told y'all, there's three groups that nobody messes with. Women's rights, PETA, LGBTQ, because they stand strong. They're strong as fists. And then Deontay Wilder power. They'll knock your ass out. You know, you think I'm playing? Go up against one of them. You'll change your tune, mess with them three groups. So, yeah, man, I want to discuss this in depth. Um, what does this do for his teammates? Everybody's backing him now. It's lip service, but that locker room a different culture. We ain't even gonna front. The jokes is different in the locker room. We ain't even gonna front. We're gonna we're gonna keep it all the way hundred on this show. It may be some stuff you hear that's gonna make it hard to smell. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. Uh, Rock, what's good with you, dog? <laughs> Look at his face. Yeah, man, it's this one here. I mean, we touched on that a little bit yesterday, and I was just watching like everybody else, and I was like, nah, it seemed like. Well, the guys said, the guys ain't hopping on this one. So I said, let me hop on here with Hawk. Now, with what you were saying about Whitlock, and that's really what made me click on, it's so easy and natural to disagree with Whitlock almost soon as you hear something he says. Because between the time where you started talking about him and I was disagreeing with what you was reading, from the time it took for me to, to log in here, mm-hmm. I didn't kind of went to his side now that I done thought about it a little bit more like he might be he don't what he's saying he don't know for sure he's saying it like he's positive like he just know this but that could be a factor like there's always an, an incentive base for anything we do it's an incentive base for you doing your show period exactly you know what I'm saying yep. so to but that's the reason why I say like I know the nature dude is lying like it's no point of coming out if it's no incentive. Because mm. you don't come out because of how it could be a detriment, right? Exactly. Folks like, part, majority of the time, I can't speak for all LGBTQ people, but we know if it's perceived as negative, majority of the time, none of us are going to speak out on or, or I don't want to say admit, but just show your truth unless you know either you secure or you might be fed up, but majority of the times, like was Rock saying, you know it won't hurt your bottom line. In a sense, so, I can't speak for LGBTQ. I'm not trying to speak for y'all. This is just me. But they got an incentive. They have an agenda, and it's nothing wrong with having an agenda. Man, you go to work every day to provide for your family. You don't do it because you just want to work. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, LGBT community is trying to bring awareness to their fight so people can, so certain things can stop happening or start happening. Mm. Whatever it is that, that they're trying to fight against or fight for, that's the point of coming. Think about it. Ain't nobody in the bedroom with you and your wife. Ain't nobody in the bedroom with, with me and my wife. Like, so what's the point of even coming out saying something about our, we, uh, what, what we got going on, period, mm -hmm. as a couple? Unless us being together was keeping us from reaching something we was trying to achieve. Yeah. So, okay, man, it's understandable. Don't don't feel bad. See, when you come with the lies behind stuff, it make people question your motive then. Yes, you did. You came out for a reason. Now, do you want to share this reason? You should have mm -hmm. just, if you was, I already feel like he shouldn't have came out, but since you did come out, you should have just came out and let it be there. It should have been so short. It should have been, I'm gay. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I, I personally, I never, I like, I always felt like you shouldn't have to come out to the world because, you know, like, that's your right to like who you like, love who you love, be who you want to be. Um, I got no issue with, like, I don't have issue with any of it. People think I'm crazy, like, when they talk about, like, Dwayne Wade's daughter. They be like, Hulk, you got issue with that? I'd be like, nah, like, I, I just, that, that stuff don't bother me. It didn't bother me. Caitlyn Jenner. You know, Caitlyn Jenner. It don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me. But some folks want to live like this. This is what really bothers me about folks. They pick and choose when they want to thump that Bible, though, and when they want to be righteous. That's the people who I look at. I'd be like, yo, you, yo, you over, man, you over there snorting lines and you talking about the Bible. Yeah, I, but that, I don't, I don't get that. How people love to like. If I was a gay person, nothing dealing with Christians would be anywhere on my mind. You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to, because I, I know that they don't believe, they believe it's an abomination. So why would I even try to force that community? And, and that's the example far as for football. Mm. See, uh, the, the alphabet community want to force religion and everything else to accept them, but they don't understand that these people have uh standards that they have also or they have a culture already and you're going to try to force them to accept yours so now they have to adjust theirs mm. that's when the problem comes because like you said you don't have a problem with anybody's sexuality nor does me it don't bother me about what's going on with Dwayne Wade's son that ain't my son no none of that even if bruh I used to be a dude who was hardcore against certain things I had my own children my sons or daughter, my damn, my bad, my daughters or my son, if they chose to bat for the same team, mm -hmm. I'm gonna still love them, bro. And I can honestly say that. Now, but guess what? They're gonna get these jokes when they come. <laughs> <laughs> They're they gonna get these jokes. Yeah, I, like like my son right now. I don't know what it is with boys, y'all. And a lot of women might say, like my girls, they just like their mama. They ain't finna poop, fart, no whatever you want to call it, right? Pass gas. My son think it's the funniest shit in the world to pass gas, right? Mm -hmm. But if he decided he was liking boys and all that, but he can no longer claim passing gas as a fart. Use a queefer. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> you gonna, you gonna get these jokes. 
But, oh, but see, to, to Roy Rock saying the funny part is like we don't have to know your sexuality to be in sports. But like Rock, but um, John Sally told a story about Johnny Michi a long time ago. He was like they already knew he was gay before he even came out. And he in the locker room though, he said we sat around. He joked on us about stuff. We joked on him about his lifestyle, and it was all good. It just now when now they try to make the locker room so transparent to yeah. the public and want to bring everybody lifestyle, you know, full circle and put it on on front street. It it try to make it seem like you have to accept it, but that's your choice. If that's how you choose to live, can you catch the ball in between these numbers? Is what the fans need to be caring about. But see, my, Michael Sam showed up to the Dallas Cowboys uh, with a with a camera crew trying to record. You know, what I'm saying to being the first gay person, and they was like, "Bro, are you here to play football? Or are you here to to show your lifestyle?" Because guys, guys right. don't guys don't want that extraness. Right. Bro, it's it's. It's every team you can talk to. They just did a show with our uh, past championship team. And they was, you know, and we were doing a lot of giving people the insight on the things we did and stuff that went on. But it was a lot of stories we had to pass over and not talk about. Like, uh, even 20 years later, you can't tell them. A lot of guys married and got businesses and all that. Like, that's what I'm saying. You in the locker room. We all play football together. It's a guy that's gay, and you make a gay joke, but you got a ton of businesses. You got to get cut from your team, and nobody want to support your business now because this man brought a camera or brought the attention around. you like, bro, I can't even be myself. And that matters. Emotions matter in sports. Mm. You know, and like, it, go ahead, Shake. I mean, he might just be worrying about the wrong, like, he play on a lot on the D line, but he might be worried about the wrong sacks. You feel me? Hmm. See like, what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? <laughs> he gonna get these jokes. He gonna get these jokes. You gonna get and these I, and jokes. I, and, I, and, that's a, and I think that's a great uh, segue because the locker room, guys gonna be themselves. It's like, if it's a brotherhood, then they gonna say jokes that joke your preference like if you're dating a fat girl they gonna joke that you dating a fat girl yes dudes feel like your girl ugly they gonna date that your girl ugly they gonna date what you wear they joke like they joke everything so it's like now i get it some folks like well do it get racial because they always you know when it comes to lbgtq usually the the to combat is like well y'all don't do race jokes and in locker room them race jokes fly yeah, you spend, you spend yeah. the most time with your teammates. This is what people fail to realize. You spend more time with your teammates than you do with your family, with your wife and kids. Yeah, that's so so they're going to hear, they're going to see every emotion that you have at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And, and like it can, and the crazy part about it, it'll come from a guy that ain't never made a joke, no anything. He can blow up or, or have a bad day, anything. And now he lose his job, his everything, because we live in a world now where everything is amplified due to social media, because they ain't going to be doing nothing different than what they've been doing since the beginning of time in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you, as soon as that gay person, it don't even have to be the gay person. Somebody that's Somebody, yeah. Gay. Yep, exactly. Right. Not even the person who, who they're joking, they a laugh, but it'll be an innocent Boston or an outsider that just got a grudge on Vendetta. 
But that's just how it is, I mean, like with corporate America. Like you could be at the office and it'd be, it'd be a chick you shooting your shot, and then one of your other coworkers hear you saying something. The, the girl laughing, she ain't offended. But then they go back mm-hmm. and say, "I'm offended by you know Patrick and his yeah. passes." But see, today though, it just with all this stuff, man. Everybody just that council that council culture, and then also them trying to force their lifestyle on you because if say if a dude in the locker room that that sleep with a lot of chicks, you know what I'm saying? We gonna have jokes on him, like, bro. You don't know which one you had last night. You know what I'm saying? And then if a dude don't get no no chicks, he definitely. <laughs> so in a, in any time, that's just like in the boys club, in any any area that you go in. It just now when you bring in somebody's sexuality and saying somebody fruity or that they the other way, like mm-hmm. if you cool with them, then y'all gonna have that kind of reporter where they ain't gonna get mad at you making little comments. But if you got somebody that you don't mess with, then they gonna be feel like he, you know, you pointing them out. Yeah, like Joe just said, you do gotta you gotta read the room at work though. You you gotta know what HR like what what the bylaws say like. So as 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 much I will say this, you don't read the you don't read the room in 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 sports locker room. No, 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 no you don't. It's, you don't, it's, you don't. One, it's only one topic that's off limits in sports locker room. That's kids. Yeah. I, I, every man, people will talk like you said. The girl you date, the everything we joke on each other, mamas. You know how dudes feel about their mama. Yeah. Nah, but it, it, I think the the thing with this is like because Whitlock was asking like is it about time, and my thing is he got sixteen million guaranteed, but the timing is there as far as society, like society. And the month that it is, it's one of the things like you just said, right? I don't want to say it's forced, but it's what it's it's the right month for him to make make people aware because who gonna really jump out there and say something bad about him doing Pride Month? Me? What Jason Well but, but look at the Collins kid that he ain't no kid, he probably about our age. The the twin that came out the closet. He was about to get cut, he came out the closet, and then next thing you know, he got picked up by another team. Got another contract. I'm talking hmm. about the kid, the twin from Stanford. Yeah, I don't know which one it was. I'm sorry if I said the wrong one. I think one of them played. One of them coach. He a coach now. Now that now that's the other one. Oh, I never do more than anybody for using their leverage. I, I'm telling you right now, the state <laughs> man. If I was in the NFL and they was about to get, about to cut me and I needed to make shit, hey, I'm gay. I'm not <laughs> I say it like so. I, that's like I never get mad at people for taking advantage of or using whatever their best skill set is in a fight because that's a fight for a contract to stay alive on the team. All of that. The reason why, it, even in a regular fight, you tell people you can't tell people what weapon to use. If I slap Hulk and he shoot me, my family can't cry. He didn't have to do that. Yes, he did. I shouldn't have slapped him. So. In, in a contract fight, anything, you fighting for your family's livelihood. If I'm about to get cut, you bring your guys in, if he, I will be so happy to find out that he used this as a business strategy. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he got, like, another, like, contract, another, like, endorsement with some, like, gay organization for, like... Yeah, I mean, he for, just like, signed last business. year. Like I said, he just signed last year. 16 million guaranteed, 24 overall. So he going to his second year of his deal. Second of his three year deal, but it, you know the depth chart is it, it's pretty competitive at his position. So, but like, 
is this sexual harassment if he like slap a play on the ass and tell him good game or something? <laughs> That's another joke, bro. Say that again. <laughs> like if he slap a play on the ass and tell him good game, is that sexual harassment for him? Because he, yeah, because he's openly gay and he like men asses. So if he's touching it, is it like? Guess what? On a serious note, no, it's not. But if a guy got a problem with you or want to make it a problem, they can easily turn it into one. Jojo said, I hate to compare, but men would say the same as well about women's rights. We for, we forced to accept them at the workplace or race. Tell me this. Do y'all believe being openly, openly gay should be accepted in sports. Should like yeah, you, in the locker room. I, I mean, uh, it's look. If you don't want somebody on your team because they're gay, but you they nice, like that's discrimination. You know what I'm saying? Are you, taking, are you getting a shot? Are you getting a locker room shower with though? Yeah, I'm not me coming at you, shape. But what I'm saying is. A guy that's securing their masculinity, don't none of that bother me. Yeah. I, I, I learned that as a little kid because I used to have an issue with, I'll never forget the first time I had to take a physical for school ball, not rec ball. And them folks wanted me to pull my pants down. Man, I said, uh-uh, this about to get it. I went home and I almost missed out on playing because that was the last time we get out of physical. And my yeah. was like, boy, that's what you got to do on this level. I was like, I don't know if I want to play football no more. <laughs> and I had, once I got past that, because we used to go to camps and stuff where you had the, uh, they had the uh, uh, community showers. Every boy in there used to shower in their drawers. Because <laughs> 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 you didn't want nobody looking at you. And then as we got older, man, that shit didn't matter no more. You're like, bro, I know I ain't gay. So, right. Jojo said, my teammates were family. Well, my family, we're not looking at your folks like that. So Jojo is openly gay. Uh, but I, w I wish Jojo could be a part of but Jojo at work. Because I would love to hear her perspective. Um, ben, my man, Ben, what's good with you? Of course, they should be accepted. Enforced discrimination has opened the door to a lot of problematic behavior. All gay men don't want you. <laughs> All gay men don't want you, Slim. They <laughs> <laughs> but but just the only thing I can say is that we, have we had a gay athlete that's just been like I don't say on LeBron level, but like on the level of like they just dominant. Well, you just like, you can't you, deny it. You have you have we had athletes just on that level. They just don't come out. Yeah, it has any has any. So I mean, only only top flight athlete that I know that came out is. It's like Caitlyn Jenner. But how about any, other team <laughs> yeah. any team sports where a top guy reflected back or, you know, came out as But look, but look when Caitlyn Jenner did it, though. He was long gone from the game. Yeah, that's all. I mean, I think that's what Bourne trying to, you know, uh, P. Diddy trying to say. Like, what, what, now I'll, this is a question for you. You feel like uh, society – we're not society. The sport will allow a player who is nice to elevate to that stardom. Yeah, I, I don't. I really don't think that the billionaires care. I really don't. No, yeah, I'm with you right there, Rock. If, I, if I, the, I, them dollars and cents add up, 
Right. If right they can sell some extra pink jerseys and all that, them folks cool with all of that. I'm going to tell you, so like the question that I asked y'all earlier about should it be allowed and things this sort, I think it's a two-part answer. I think it's yes and no. Right now, I'm on no because of this. Because the LGBT side of it is not accepting to everybody else's uh, way of life and culture. Once they accept that, you know what? Everything, just like with black people, everything is not a race issue, right? So when you make everything a race issue, you actually water down real issues. Same thing with the LGBT community. We know the difference. We know the difference when people are saying the N-word in a messed up way or if they mean it as a term of endearment, right? We choose not to recognize that. That's what I, that's truly how I believe. So, of course, I don't get mad just because of the color of your skin when you see it because I have white friends who actually grew up around black people and got white friends that did grow up around white people. I mean, black people. Yeah. Who see it. But you know what they're using it for. So until the LGBT community is accepting of how this is locker room talk, this is how everyone is, they're not going to be accepted or be allowed because it's going to fracture the team. It's too many people who has to adjust to one instead of one adjusting to the rest. Okay. Chris Aker said, what about the cat that's weightlifting with ladies in the Olympics? That's we, what I got a problem with the tranny. The, you're talking the about transgender. That's still part of the gay community, though. You know, and so that that's like fucking up sports too. You know what I'm so saying? Because oh. yes, it is. That's that's fucking up. Not. A grown it's, man on MMA and stuff. This is like you're a man fighting a woman, cracking their skulls. Like I, come on. I feel no sympathy for him. For who? For the women complaining about. Transgender men joining in sports. Why? Why is that? Because they're fighting for equality all the time. Instead of listen, think about this. I had this argument when it came to the basketball hall of fame and things of that. You solo, go. (laughs) For real, y'all. Like, what is wrong with saying this is the greatest female athlete in this particular sport? or in this particular game that they play. She's the greatest female at this. A lot of people get offended when you put the female in front of it as if these females can compete with males. So since so, and you hear so many women that claim a woman can do whatever a man can do, so okay, put it to the test. Transgenders got out there and started blowing them out in racist fights and lifting and all this kind of stuff, it's a problem. So guess what? I do want to see Juana Man in the WNBA slamming and killing them folks. Because you opening up Pandora's box. I never met a group before that so, they got so many issues with being just what you were created to be. You're a woman. Mm. You, you're a woman. It's nothing wrong. That don't mean you're inferior. You know how much stuff women are better than me in it? Mm. And we sit up here and be like, no, that ain't, no. She's just better at that than you are, bro. I, I I remember what it was like when they first sent us to yoga, right? The p- whole football team. And them women was in there doing that stuff so easy. We in there whining, crying, and fall, falling over. Can't do it all. It's just certain things that's just not meant. That's the reason. A woman's body already not even designed to play sports like we do anyway. That's the reason why you see a lot of them get the injuries that they do. 
Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying, man, what's wrong with being a lady and being the best female? Like 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 the young lady um that's going to the Olympics, Chicago. Yeah. Amazing. She wanted to select few. That girl running 10 sevens. It's a lot of men that can't run 10 nothing. Well, she ain't competing on this stage. Though, but she, yeah, on that stage, that's what I'm saying. But people love to say, this the no, fastest in track, period. No, she's not. It's guys that won't make it to the trials that will blow her out the water. Yeah. So, like, j- just just be accepting of what the female title yeah. is and rock with it. So, Myron said, what about the dudes that reclassify to play high school when they should be in college two years ago? The playing field isn't equal. That's I, different. I think that, yeah, I think that's different because we can say that about college. There's a lot of times where a kid is ahead of grade and we know he's not fully developed. So, I mean, that the reclassing and the red shirt and like all that stuff all like we we will look at college different than they red shirt. But then you look at BYU, that's accepted. You look at Alabama, that's accepted. Robert talk about that all the time. Them motherfuckers old as hell. And they win a national championship and we praising them. And then when they get in the league, you see that Lamar Jackson been in the league like longer than them and like three years younger than them still. Hey, Hawk, see, we live in a day and age where everything is made to be so easy, bruh. People want to take the easy way out. How can I cheat the system and all that? Like, look at youth sports now. I can't stand this about youth sports uh, where I came from back in Memphis. And I, well, apparently it's like this all over the U.S. now because we did a lot of traveling, playing against a lot of teams. The age groups are one-year age groups. Mm. At the max, it'll be two. No, bro, like, if I'm the star on this um, 10U team, Next year, when I turn 11 and have to play on the 11, 12, and 13-year-old team, I'm not going to be the star because it's, you know, it's a nice little gap as far as maturity between a, a 10 to 13-year-old. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to relearn about the game and, and things of that sort. But if I'm going to play against you, if I'm going to be the best guy at seven and next year we playing just eight-year-olds, I'm going to be the best eight-year-old. And then I'm going to be the best nine-year-old. It's going to be the same thing. Then when you get the school ball – and you're a freshman, and you're playing against juniors and seniors, all of a sudden you look sorry and don't want to compete because mm-hmm. it's always been so easy. You, now you're quitting in there because that, that happens so much. I'm seeing it with these kids every day now. The stars are quitting and somebody else rising up to the ranks because they worked harder for it because grown folks got in there some kind of way and changed the system around so they can just win and make it easy. Just like holding a kid back in the eighth grade so he can be a ninth grader again so you can get him more years in, in high school. Is that, now, but is that the same thing as as we said, as you just said, like, if I know I'm going to get cut, I'm going to say I'm gay? You get no, a, I, I an opportunity. I think, that's, I think that's totally different because it's money involved with that. It's money involved if I reclass. I can now get a better scholarship. You, you saying because of down the road? I, I yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I, a lot of people reclass because they want to give a get another year of of review. You know what I'm saying? So they can earn that scholarship. A lot of folks that I talk to that reclass their kids, it's because the recruiting process started and it, it was late, and they feel like my child can benefit for a, a, additional year development, extra school. Like schools can see them. And then now we can 
it's a better scholarship offer in a sense. So I, I think in a sense, um, it falls in that place. Hey, Brandon said, hey, Rob, you want to say something, yeah, man? I'm, I'm jumping now. And uh, I, I sat back and wanted to hear all the dialogue with everybody because um, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I, I like to hear and intake and bring things in and really get the perspective of what people in the outside world are seeing and what's going on and talking about Carl Nassib. And again, I, I just tell people the story back when about how this all started with Michael Sam and I broke down how the NFL wasn't prepared. Again, I'm the mm-hmm. only one again that explained to people that Michael Sam was only going to get drafted by a team in St. Louis because it was a call made that they wasn't ready to deal with that. So he was going to basically get drafted in that city that already embraced him. So it would be an issue at Park Avenue, New York, but he was never going to be able to play because when I knew that when they signed Ethan Westbrooks as a 10th defense alignment, as an undrafted free agent for $50,000, people don't understand the business of sport. They give you a free agent deal for $50,000 guaranteed in the NFL you're making that roster. Yeah. There's only nine guys that play defensive end. Michael Sam was drafted in St. Louis. Once they signed Ethan Westbrook and I watched the ticker, I already knew he was never going to play. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up – so they were going to basically bury that story, keep it in St. Louis. So, again, all of a sudden St. Louis decided to pick Michael Sam, who happened to go to Missouri, for those who don't know the backdrop. Yep. So it was okay to keep him in that state because it was already accepted for him in that state. However, the NFL was not about to make this a national story the way it was. That didn't happen when he did what he did on ESPN and I guess Oprah or whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden, Jerry Jones wanted to play with the circus too for a little bit and then brought him around over there to make the rounds for the Cowboys and got some uh, likes and some follows from that standpoint from there. All that being said, we're talking about sports and yards and my mantra. Sports is not a game, it's all business. Yep. Whether it's transgender women, whether it's reclassification, whether it's Carl Nassau coming out. Everything in this world, particularly when it comes to sport, is directly tied to a business decision. Yep. People look at things and make um, statements on basically what they feel. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what the industry counts on. They count on somebody coming out here, spending two hours talking about what somebody else's life decision they may be, don't really know, but have their thoughts and takes on it. That's what allows guys like Stephen A. Smith to become something which is really not, or Jason Whitlock, and the list goes on and on. Me, even in this business, to say, you know what, when I sign a guy, work with a guy, what am I looking for? I don't care if he's gay. I don't care if she's gay. When it goes to the situation, when it comes to transgender women or men or wanting to compete, they can compete. That doesn't mean, in my head, I got to justify what they did, what the results were, because you posted it versus somebody else and the women. I can look at it and says that man, that transgender competed, they won, but I know that they have an asterisk basically in my head saying that their hormones are basically might be more inclined to win over this person. It doesn't take rocket science and someone to have a PhD from Harvard to just simply respect the fact that if this person doesn't feel comfortable in this game, want to be something else, let that be. We don't have to continue to basically every time they say something, jump behind them and run and try to figure out why they should or they shouldn't. As I said before, the reason why these things happen as Carl Naps has the highest rate of selling Jersey right now, in the NFL today, it's all business. It's no different than Nike saying they're not going to deal with um, they don't like the captain taking a knee, but then they are the ones that actually sponsor all the NFL jerseys, and they turn around and made the black jersey for Kaepernick. It is business. So at the end of the day, business serves one master itself. So they'll play both sides all the way around. You take whichever position you want, and when it's all said and done, the people that's driving the business is going to get drive it off of what you really don't understand in this space. 
Now, my last thing on this youth classification, which is called sports trafficking, I said it several times, is a bunch of grown men and women in cases living vicariously through kids, doing things they got no business doing, in hopes and thoughts, based on what they see on TV, what they think they know, to try to sell a child to the highest bidder in hopes and dreams of doing what I do day to day for a living. And let me tell all of y'all to your fans, it's not glamorous. I get paid not to make mistakes. I also get fired for making mistakes. So the reality is at the end of the day, if my job and my career is based on what something literally out of my control, it's not as glamorous as you think it is. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's not something where you couldn't go out there and achieve what you need to achieve. But using children and their dreams and aspirations of being successful, coming from the communities that we come from and saying like, cause my kid can run faster than your kid and it makes him a star. He's not a star. So any parents out there mad at me right now, I'm Robert T. Green. Your kid is not a star. He's not an all-star. They send that same document, that same graphic, that same piece of paper throughout the entire country. The tours y'all about to go on right now, AAU, you paying for those hotels, you're paying for those plastic trophies, you're paying for that 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 nine dollars ninety nine cent buffet. And at the end of the day, when you come back home, <laughs> it was when he got there in the first place. So for me, it's more so saying that we have all this coming to a head right now. Whether it's the Olympics, whether it's youth sports, it's all business. And that's why I stress this so much about saying, like, understand it's a business. If people get so emotionally tied and invested in what they're seeing, and at the end of the day, all the people are looking for is likes, tweets, and retweets, and continue. We ain't going anywhere. We're making a lot of people feel upset and angry and suicidal and just unworthy about who they are simply because someone served them up for today's headline. Now, I just want to leave that from that standpoint, niggas. Again, it's nine or eight, six guys in here right now, and I appreciate everybody's theories and thought process and, and understand, but that's why I wanted to listen. I'm like, every one of us has been taught to think what we watched, what we experienced, and what we saw. It doesn't make any of us right. It don't make any of us wrong. But again, hey, what we do need to do is to educate ourselves in all these different things. That's all I got to say on that. Hey, so do y'all, with Micah Sam, do y'all believe it's unfair what happened to him, or he hurt himself with all that tonguing on uh, national TV when he got drafted. I think, like what Robert said, NFL won't ready for it yet. They won't prepare yeah. for that. But, Hulk, even in that sense, like, I, I think if you just take away from it, I, I, this is what type of person I am. Um, I, re- I do not like how they force uh, homosexuality on us through all. Every show you watch now. It includes it. it everybody's gay, but I noticed this about it. It's the black way, man's gay. It's, but no, hold on. Also, this it's way more gay. It's always it's always more gay sex scenes than the heterosexual people, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even want to. I don't even want to see them have sex. I literally fast forward through that stuff because of this. We're all smart enough to know that okay, two people kiss, they about to have sex. You can fade to the black and go to the next thing. If mm-hmm. I want to see porn, I know how to go to porn sites. You know what I'm saying, like. You do not have to put sex. You won't watch a movie and be like, man, I, that movie, it was all right, but it wasn't no sex in it. That's why it wasn't that good. Like, let's quit. Let, like, it needs to be fun upon and hey, do it. Hey, your point, though. <laughs> you know hey, hey. Right. hey, y'all. Hold on, hold on. He got a point. Though. He got sidetracked. No, go ahead. But, like, saying, it, like, it needs to be frowned upon for all this public affection, bro. Like, it's too much. I think it, it I mean, it, it, it comes back to what, what Rob said. Like, when he 
openly kiss his boyfriend, fiance at the time. The NFL didn't see a way to truly benefit from. He talked them down too, like. And then, and then they gave you the they gave you the perception that he would be a distraction now in a locker room, unless they can. Now think about this: Hard Knocks is the distraction, right? This cameras, this is a distraction, but they benefit from Hard Knocks, right? Financially, if Michael Sam comes to the locker room, if that company was given the Rams money or the Cowboys money, he would have been in there because it's business. They keep him around so they can make them dollars right then. It's just to, like, believe it or not, uh, uh, Carl Jersey being number one this month. We know why. I just told you what month it is. And it's Rob two things they it's two <laughs> things they don't try to do. They don't try to offend and they don't try to they try to make you basically boost up to make hey, who people accept. So if you look at it, if somebody come out and being gay, then they gonna and they cut him. People gonna say, "Oh man, he ain't get he got cut because he was Somebody's gay." Somebody's system messed up, man. Hello. What you mean? Uh, you can't hear nobody. Like, no, nah, I mean I can hear him. He was just sounding like a monster or something, man. my phone does that too, but they told me before like it was just yeah. me. Like it's it, just you, sometimes yeah. mine stutter over here, but you let it. Yeah. It's just the uh, what's the name. But go ahead, uh, P Diddy. No, no, I was just saying that they try not to offend folks. So if they come out and cut a guy that just came out the closet, they're gonna say basically, are uh, they cut him because he was gay, not because of his uh production? And then right now with with gay people, it's kind of like with us too. Like if if they got a brother that's playing, like look at Tiger Woods when Tiger Woods blew up, everybody was so happy to see that it's a black brother playing golf and dominate. So when they get somebody that's gay, that's playing, they're going to be like, oh, we're going to get behind him. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be cheering for bro hard as hell. And then when he get his head cracked, they're going to be like, oh, man, they just hit bro like that because he gay, man. They ain't want to. So it just and back to what Rob said, it's all about the money. We know the money is what everybody want to see at the end of the day because at the end of the day, if you're not making those guys, those guys got billions of dollars. They've been in business and they see what people don't understand. Sports owners done one in other areas to own teams. Like they didn't make money just in sports. Like oh, that's why I laugh at people when they talk about teams. I'm like, Arthur Blank's one at Home Depot so he can buy the Falcons. So you think he's gonna buy a team and wanna lose? No, he's gonna put his resources to try to win. So if you a aka Michael Vick is causing him to have when them people showed up inside of Home Depot. He said, "You gotta go, bro. Like I love you, I love you like a son, but you are costing me at my real money. So that's how I come down to the gay people. Like if they start costing them at their real money, if people was to say, hey, we front. Look at what's old boy name that played for the um for the St. Louis that that hit the lady that was the mother that was that was Lena pregnant. Little. Lena Little. Remember the mothers against drunk drivers came out against them, but <laughs> it wasn't like it you wasn't no." But it wasn't no push like it is now. Yeah. Think about if it was now and that occurred. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But but what you, to, to go with what you're saying is those owners, like you said, they made money in other fields and things that sort, but they still look at football as a business. For example, if you got a Michael Vick on your team, right, and say he the best, let's say he number one at the time, can't nobody stop him all that, but the stands ain't filled and – you ain't getting uh, no kind of jersey sale, no whatever they making money off of. They that's not coming in. 
They don't care about that. If they can bring in a guy that's going – that's the reason why I, only, I truly believe only a, a select few teams really care about winning like that. They want to make money. If you got somebody that's going to bring money, headlines, all of that, think of, look how much money the Cowboys demand. That's my team, and we ain't won a Super Bowl in a long time. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's about money making for most of those teams. So what they look at is they say, hey, who is the majority of our fan base that's uh, spending their money with us? If that turns out to be the African community, watch, you're going to start seeing more guys being accepted for being coming out and being gay. But until that happens, right now it's it's white people who spend the most money with the NFL. So they're going to cater to white people, even though you got more black guys playing in it. Yeah. So, yeah, should, so it's on the business set. Should the should Fruity Pebbles sponsor Carl? <laughs> hey man, hey Bean, what you got? Nah, nah. Nah, you know my dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when we was in middle school, my dad asked me a question that kind of threw me off back then. He was like, "Son, you know, do you think all guys who play in the NFL, you think all of them are straight?" And so me at the time, I'm like, yeah, because that's what I that's what I thought. And he was like, you got a lot to learn. Everybody who playing the NFL not straight. And, and, and he said he said he said that to me like when I was in middle school. You know what mm. I mean? And then you know, I I actually played on a basketball team where I had a gay teammate. He didn't know that we knew, but we knew. You know what I'm saying? Like when you you know whether you're in high school, whether you're in college, if you spend enough time with a guy, you're able to pick up on it. Like we never saw him with a girl. We, we started picking on other habits. You know what I mean? Like, he tried to hide it from us. We felt like he could have been a better basketball player if he would have just came out and just said it. I mean, we was already we was already cool about it. You know what I mean? Like, we just wanted him to be able to catch the ball and score. You know what I mean? Like, what he, cho- what he chose to do with his private parts, that's on him. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't had no issue with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then as far, then as, far as, like, the, uh, the, the reclassified thing, though, like, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen both sides of it, whether it be a good and and and, and the bad side. You know, so you got to you got to do a great job of assessing your kid. You know, what I mean, everybody kid not be one, and like a lot of, a lot of parents be pushing their kids to be reclassed and all this stuff because they want their kid to be D one, and they, yeah. they they really they really not on that level. Now I've seen some kids who are late bloomers. You know, who uh, I mean, he might grow at the last minute, or you know, his, his skill set might kick in at the very last minute, and they might want him to get that extra year AAU. Or, you know, getting that whole prep school experience just so he's ready when he goes in and because his offers are starting to pick up. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've seen it, but I, I've seen it, I've seen a bad side, too, where, you know, I had a parent talk to me one time, and I'm like, nah, you don't need to reclassify him. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's not – I hate to say it, you know, he ain't on that but- D1 level. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.